welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends, you're very welcome to episode three of this week's talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. We are going to be speaking, or at least Paul is going to be speaking to us about something that's very relevant, and it's our friends, our Toastmaster friends, and their families, and all in Ukraine, about our Toastmaster friends in Ukraine. So it's over to you, Paul. Thanks, Ted. I I found it very hard to think about anything else this last week, other than the 160-odd members of Toastmasters International in the Ukraine, and spent an awful lot of time wondering what on earth is life like for them. And as we speak here recording this on the Thursday after the invasion, I think the invasion happened on Saturday, perhaps it was Friday, I can't remember, but we've had uh, a week in which the, the, the main thing that's been happening has been that the people in Kiev and the people in Odessa have been closer and closer to enormous danger. Now, they're where our clubs are in, in those two places. We have nine Toastmasters clubs in the Ukraine. We have, I think, the best I have been able to find out about 160 members. And what's been on my mind has been two things. One is that some of the people in Ukraine, and that this must include at least some of our members, are now refugees. And women and children have gone over the border into Poland, Moldova, Romania and other places. And that could mean that of our 160 members, a goodly number of whom must be women, a goodly number of them could be refugees as we're speaking. And that's, you know, uh, leaving your home, your family, your your extended family. Many may have elderly relatives and all of which is very hard, I've found, to, to imagine. And the other side to it then is that all the men between the ages of, I think, about 16 and 55 in uh, Ukraine are essentially in the army. And they're not allowed to leave the country. I don't even know if any men are allowed to leave the country, but they may, some of our members may be, well, let's say maybe fighting for their lives and livelihoods and way of life. And, you know, I joined Toastmasters in 2015 and this invasion of Yugoslavia, uh, Ukraine has been the first time Apart from thinking a bit, and we've talked about this in the podcast before about the position in the Lebanon, but apart from that, this is an enormous thing. Uh, and I know that our international director in Region 10, and we and the Ukraine are both in Region 10, Elizabeth uh, Nosted, is uh, she will have been doing something in relation to the situation. She has to, part of her job has to be to have care for it. I I know Elizabeth a a little bit. Um, Our regional advisor, uh, um, Francesco Fidele, I, I know and have had contacts on WhatsApp with. So he will also be involved. And in the time, in the in the week that there has been, I have got to know a little bit uh, through her or he, through the writings of Callan Gilea, who is the district director of District 
110. And what I'd like to do is to read you a message which the district director put on their Facebook group. I joined their Facebook group during the week. This is the message which a day ago, that would be Wednesday, the uh, district director sent to Toastmasters in District 110 and Toastmasters around the world. Here's, I'll quote from it. Yesterday, we had the monthly core team meeting and together we decided on a course of action with a two-point help package to support our Ukrainian Toastmasters. One, District 110 to submit a request to World Headquarters to use the Smedley Fund financial resources to help the existing Ukrainian Toastmasters with their membership renewals for the period April to September 2022. This will conserve the current membership until the clubs can organise again Toastmasters activities in a safe environment. And I thought that was terrific. We'll come on to this medley fund later. But so that's something that Toastmasters is able to do from within its own resources. Let's go to the second point that is here. Recommend to all Toastmasters members in our district and around the world to donate to Smedley Fund an amount of their choosing for the purpose stated in point one. We will pursue point one very soon and for point two we will come back soon with specific steps about how to do it. May God help our Toastmasters colleagues from Ukraine and that's signed by the district director. I sent a message after that asking about what was known And I I wrote, does anyone know about the welfare of our members in Division B, Areas 1 and 2? And they are Areas 1 and 2 in Division B in the district. Is it possible that some of them are refugees, that some of them have had their lives shattered by the invasion? They are continuously on my mind and in the hearts of many Toastmasters. Any news? The district director replied, most of them are members of this group, and I hope they can post comments. I have some information, but it's one to two days old. And Lenka Landova says, said in the group, even Division C, Czechia, has one area director from Ukraine who brought his close family to Czech Republic and everything is fine. So there's somebody bringing their family out of Ukraine to safety in Czech Republic. Okay, They are organizing, bringing more extended family and friends too. Thank goodness. Apparently, the biggest struggle isn't to get people into another country, females, children, seniors, but to have them here officially with permit and social security to allow access to health care. Hopefully, Czech Republic will get smoother in those areas as people are coming. And that's really, um, there's also a message then from Julia Trotsenko, and I don't know Julia, but here's what she has to say. Many people left their homes Many helping online. Someone went to local forces. Some people traveling for 20 to 30 hours to cross the border. We are trying to reach as many people as possible to help us stop this war. It's so seriously. I hope none of our fellow Toastmasters have been injured yet, but too many people are struggling. Um, it's, uh, it's impossible, I think, be fair to say, to get any detailed information. But I could give you information about the clubs that we have in Ukraine. There are um, nine clubs and uh, there's even one which is a pre-charter club. Now, in uh, Kiev, the Dnipro Hills Club has 21 members and they 
meet on a Sunday. Another club in the city is Chamber Toastmasters Club, and they have 20 members, and they meet on a Tuesday. In, and then there's another one called Art Talkers Club. They have 25 members, and they meet on Saturday mornings. There's a club, and I'm not sure where all of these clubs are. Friends Toastmasters Club has 20 members. Coma has 27. Svoya Rubashka has nine members. Sunbees Toastmasters has 23 members. Best Odessa Speakers Club, which must be in Odessa, which is way down south. Um, he has 16 members. And then there's a club called Changemakers, which has got 12. The All I think that we can do as Toastmasters is contribute to the Smedley Fund, which is something that probably most of you don't know anything about. We'll come on to that. But as individuals, of course, we have the ability to do whatever we want. So we have the ability, well, if you take the Irish government, it is offering up to 25,000 people from the Ukraine to come to Ireland, waiving all visa restrictions and you know, welcoming people from the Ukraine. And, you know, people in Ireland can perhaps sometime in the future give over a bedroom in their house to for a person or a family to stay in. But insofar as we as Toastmasters can do things, any club put out of its own funds, have to be voted on by the members, could contribute to the Smedley Fund. That's a legitimate activity for a Toastmasters club to do. I think it would need, well, I'm certain it would need a vote of its club members to authorise uh, that type of a use of club funds. Any individual Toastmaster can do whatever they like. So the situation might be that maybe, Ted, if we could talk more about this, we could cover what the Smedley Fund is about. Yeah, and that brings, I'd like to share something that brings brings to mind with me, something that Stoig said 2,500 years ago, Paul, Thucydides, he laid the stone as a law of geopolitics and unfortunately of life. The strong do what they can while the weak struggle as they must. And that's what's happening now in, in Ukraine. And we're, we're, you know, we also have in mind and in our hearts at this time, all the Ukrainian people that have come into our society over the many years, as you said earlier, Ukraine is a place we will all have ambitions to go on our holidays. I mean, war in Europe of this, do we not learn, or do some people not learn from the mistakes of the past? If you think, you know. Well, let us at least dedicate this episode that we have recorded, Ted, perhaps all the episodes that we record this particular week to our members in Ukraine and their family, their friends, their work colleagues, their acquaintances and all those who all of those people love. Yeah, that's a great, that's a good, good thought, Paul. And I think that brings episode three to a nice conclusion. And I just want to say to our Toastmasters out there listening to us, please come back again tomorrow because we're going to carry on this conversation about our friends, our Toastmaster friends, their families and all their associates and all Ukrainians all around the world. We're, we're with you all the way and we're going to be speaking about this again in episode four. So hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. 
Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.